George Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Welcome to another great edition of Radio by George. I am your great host, the best host in the whole wide world. That's right, Eddie George. And welcome to another great edition. Hope everybody's having a good Monday. Right now it's hump hour. If you're at work listening to me right now, it's probably around that time when lunch is starting to settle in and you're a little sleepy at the desk and you need me, you need a, a little EG in your life to liven you up a little bit. We have an excellent show today, man. It's got some, some, some heavyweights coming on. But before I get into that, before we get into the meat of the show, of course, i got to bring you up to date on, on my life and my exciting life in 15 minutes. That's right, in 15 minutes, I'm going to tell you everything that I did over the last week from the last time I talked to you guys up till now. But uh, if you're in the D.C. area, this weekend, that's right, the Madonna Monologues feature my wife and a few of the other actresses that will be performing in uh, the, the, the show will be in Washington, D.C. this Saturday. This will be the opening of the show, and they will have another show in Nashville, Tennessee. So if you're listening and you're D.C., it's going to be this weekend. Uh starts at 7 o'clock. I can't tell you where. I can tell you it's going to happen, but you got to listen up for it and look out for the brochures and everything else. My wife told me to remind you all of that, so that's what I'm doing. Um, also, you can check out... The video stream for the Moms Challenge, the the NFL Challenge the Moms had uh, through the EGX Challenge on Radio by George. It'll be coming up soon. And also my my walk and talk in New Orleans over the uh, holidays uh, for the National Championship game in January. So look for all that coming on video stream. I want to send a big shout-out to Laverne in Nashville, Tennessee, who's listening today to Radio by George. Don't worry about it. I'm working on those tickets, girl. I'm going to see what I can do for you tonight. That's right. Tonight uh, I will be hosting and be a moderator for Danny Glover. He's in town in Nashville, Tennessee tonight to show his movie, Honey Dripper. Um, it's a powerful, powerful movie. It's getting rave reviews. And, man, this is, uh, it's so, this, this is huge, I guess. <laughs> you know, moderator for Danny Glover. I just watched this man this weekend on BET talking about get out, get off my land, get off my land to Sealy. You know what I mean? It was an uh, incredible performance, man. God, man, you know, it made me hate that guy. I hated him. Not Danny, but just the character. He played it so well. He's most known for that. But he'll be on Radio by George today. So listen out for our last... Fifteen minutes of that, he's going to come on and talk about this, the movie, all what he's doing now. and um, I'm really excited about that, man. We're really getting some good people on here. But, you know, it's, it's exciting. Now, my weekend. Ah, what did I do? What did I do this weekend? Let me think here. Well, my wife uh, and my son are in D.C., so they left me here in Nashville at my house by myself. And I have to tell you, you know, you get a wild hair. You know what I'm saying? When your wife and kids are going, you're like, oh, my gosh. 
of all the things that I can do while they're gone. Oh, man, let me think. I can play PlayStation all day without being harassed. I can, I can, go, uh, I can go out and get a drink with my friend, and I can do this, I can do that. And you know what I wind up doing? Sleeping. <laughs> man, I was so excited, man. When the wife left, you know, I wound up sleeping the whole time, and I wound up missing her. You know, that warm body and can snuggle up against. got cold here, too, like down to 18 degrees. I reached over to my right because she's always sleeping on my right or my left. Well, obviously, one or the other. If I'm sleeping on my stomach. But anyway, you know, you just want to nuggle up against her. And I just miss that. So, listening, baby, I miss you. You know, hurry up home. Be home in a week. But I did that and just chilled out for a little bit. Uh, laid low. Um, watched a couple of the games. Watched the, um, the uh, what game was that? The all-pro uh, football game. Gosh, the the Pro, Pro Bowl. God, I played it. I forgot. Forgot all about it. Played, watched the Pro Bowl. That was boring. And uh, did some cleaning up around the house. So I really didn't do too much. Uh, I hosted the NAACP Awards in Nashville, Tennessee, which went very smooth last night um, with uh, Terrence Hurd and the Hurd Agency. It was very good. <coughs> um, recognized some of the uh, important figures in the Nashville area. And, uh, you know, it's been good. It's had, a, it's had a good time. Nothing major. Just trying to get my stuff together for the NBA courses coming up. Um, this Thursday, this Friday, i got to go up to, to uh, Chicago, back in class again. And I'm really loving that idea. Um, that's really going well. And I also had a chance to look at what my man Barack Obama's been doing. He has been uh, picking it up a little bit, you know, Picking up some states that that, that that Clinton hasn't been doing over the weekend, and and hopefully that, that he can do some things. I mean, I I like I'm a Democrat. I love I, I love Obama. I can't front. I love Obama. I just I, okay, okay. I'm gonna admit I, I'm an Obama man. I like Obama. I want him to win. And guys, you got to go out there and vote. You got to go out there and vote. DC's got to win. DC's got to win some other key states. But he's picking up ground, and I think he's, he could surpass Hillary. I, I don't know the um, the statistics on it right now, but he could definitely surpass Hillary sometime this week. And you know, it's it's a tight race. But you know what? The beautiful thing is, it's, it's groundbreaking because either a woman or an African American will be the Democratic uh, candidate, and and that's I think that is so powerful, and, and just how far we've come, you know, from the 60s, 50s, 60s, uh, 70s, um, to, to be in this situation. A woman, women's rights, African-Americans striving for civil rights, the whole movement, I think uh, it's, it's in a statement. You know, we're not totally there yet. There's still a long ways to go, but there certainly uh, needs to be a change right now. You know, I was working out early this morning, and my trainer and I were having this conversation it was so funny talking about the uh, current administration, the Bush administration. I mean, I'm not, you know, heavy into politics, but I'm not blind either. You know, this man, oh, for the life, for, for his whole term, was talking about weapons of mass destruction. You know, when you think, just think about that. Weapons of, where have you heard that? I think I heard that like on a cartoon or something like that, you know, <laughs> like like uh, Spider-Man, the weapons of mass destruction. Spidey, we've got to find the weapons of mass destruction. I mean, you know, come on, Bush. You know, he hadn't found one, not one missile over there. 
I won. You know, and, and the thing is, we still have issues in our own backyard. You know, look at the economy. We're in a recession right now. Some people don't want to admit it, but look at it, man. I mean, it's, it, is, it is messed up, man. The subprime rates, just, oh, man, it's killing folks out there, and it's hard, it's hard to, to find jobs. Nobody's expanding. Everybody's pulling back. You don't know what the future is going to hold, but what I can guarantee you is that fresh breath of air, whoever's going to come into presidency, hopefully it'll be Barack or, or Hillary, somebody from the Democrat with, with, with the new ideas, new fresh ideas, and where we're headed is going to be good. You know, this Bush is something else, man. <laughs> you know, this man is, is talking about weapons of mass destruction and helping the economy, build the economy in Iraq, and also trying to, to create war with Iran. I, I just, I don't understand it. I truly don't understand it. But yet and still, you walk around the streets of New Orleans, and you'll see thousands of people living under a bridge, homeless people, people that had jobs prior to Katrina. Incredible. We can, we can help build up an economy thousands and thousands of miles away, but in our own backyard, we got places like New Orleans that needs assistance. And they're not making it very easy for these people to get back on their feet. They've got to go through so much bureaucracy and red tape to get back on their feet to live normal lives. It's been three years since that happened. And that's just one, this is one you know, uh, issue that I'm talking about. And, you know, it's, it's sad. It really, it really is a sad situation where we are right now. And I don't understand how people can justify this man's actions. I, I really don't. How can you? I mean, you, even some of the Republican Party can't stand this man. He's, a, he's, he's insane, man. Bush is so, he's special. And this man talking about he's going to go on a speaking tour. Who, 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 who is he going to talk to? <laughs> really? Who's going to listen to this man speak? <laughs> First of all, he can't really speak that well. <laughs> you know? And secondly, his ideology, his philosophy, man, come on. Well, anyway. I'm not trying to get censored. It's just my opinion. You can call in any time and disagree or agree with me. It's cool, whatever. But uh, that's my take on the whole situation. I'm going to make a, a bold prediction here. I'm going to make a bold prediction. That's right. And I'm going to say that I will have Barack Obama on Radio by George within the next three months. I guarantee it. I feel it. I feel the energy in the air. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to go down. Um, I, I really like what he's doing, and I just feel it. I feel his energy. So listen out for that in the next few months. Well, we've got a great show lined up for you today. I am dedicating this day to the arts. That's right. When I grew up in Philadelphia, I went to Freedom Theater back in the day in North Philadelphia, and I was about eight years old at the time, and I... I, I didn't like it. I really didn't at first. I really didn't appreciate it because, you know, um, eight years old, they required that you wear leotards, you know, and at eight years old, you know, I wasn't packing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had to wear leotards and be exposed, man. I mean, that was, that was traumatizing for an eight-year-old, you know what I mean? And, and act silly and, you know, be open and free. I mean, I just, uh, man, it was a horrible experience back then, but... As of recently, I've just opened my, my mind and my heart up to the arts, and um, not recently, but I've always had, just really didn't know it. 
And we have some some really poignant guests coming on. Like I said, we have Danny Glover coming on in the, the last half hour of the show to talk about his new film, Honey Dripper. But our first guest we're going to talk to first is uh, Charisse Renau to talk about rapping with Shakespeare. It's really interesting. And I'll let her come on and talk about it. And we have a, a great show dedicated to that. And I'm just really excited about it. You know, tonight is going to be a, a good night for me to talk uh Talk to about Danny Glover and, and his movie and ask him questions, along with my man Jeff Carr. We'll be co-hosting that together, and it's going to be an interesting time. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, I could have movies in the making for ODG. We'll all have all that and more when we come back in one, two, two minutes, y'all. So stick around. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. The Carrie Douglas Show, with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Carrie Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Carrie Douglas Show. Join Carrie each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas broadcasts each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. Ah, man, what a day. All right, so we're going to get our day started. We have a young lady coming on that's going to talk about her project, a, a very interesting project, 
and uh, something that, you know, you might want to listen up to and look out for. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on Sharice Renow. Sharice, Hello. Read about hey, what's up, baby? Hi, Eddie. How are you? I am fantastic. Just Good. really excited to be on your show. You know what? I'm excited to have you on my show. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I'm pretty sure most of our listeners don't know who you are. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, where you started from, and where you're at now, and where you know where are you from? Wow. Well, you know that I, I was born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, I'm a Southern girl. Okay, representing as usual. I, thought I, I knew that, but my, my listenership probably doesn't know that, but continue. Yes, I've been living in Los Angeles for many moons now, mm-hmm. and for probably the past eight years I've been working uh, as a casting director and a producer on various television shows, some reality shows, music shows, mm-hmm. um, Video, music videos, commercials, etc. Now, what, what, and, what reality shows? Oh, the re- reality shows. Oh, gosh, let's see. I um, I was casting producer on the controversial so- show on FX called Black White. Really? And that was produced by Ice-T and uh, the acclaimed documentarian R.J. Cutler. Uh-huh. And that was the, uh, it was the show about, uh, it was a black family and a white family and living in the same house and they were dealing with political, racial issues and, uh, got very high ratings. So, mm-hmm. it's a well talked about show. It caused a lot of controversy. Really? Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Is it, is it, is it still on? Uh, you can buy the DVDs online, oh, okay. but it's not currently running. Okay, okay. Well, but, to, uh, yeah, it's called Black White, and uh, you can definitely purchase the DVDs online. Uh-huh. So you've been living in L.A. Yeah, uh, L.A. is a different place. And I've been out there a few times, you know, doing the, the whole uh, tour and, and, and trying to, you know, uh, do auditions and get on and stuff like that. So I, mean, I, I know I heard that you were a casting director, so if you were looking for someone that's 6'3", 235 to fit a role, you know, just you can look me up. Oh, I'm sure. I have several parts for you. Don't you worry. You just come on out here, Eddie. I'll, I'll definitely put you on camera. No fret. You know, I thought I'd just throw that in there. But anyway, continue talking. Continue talking about yourself and you know your old background. Yeah, so and then I, I, I worked uh, for several years in the music industry as well, doing some publicity and promotion, and uh, worked for Virgin Records for a while, and worked for James Newton Howard, who is uh, one of the top film composers in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, then kind of segued into the music, the uh, television industry, working on uh, a lot of music shows, because I had a music background, so mm-hmm. I did uh, a show called America's Most Talented Kid on... Uh, NBC show called But Can They Sing on VH1 where we had celebrities who actually uh, were successful in other areas besides singing and they had this dream of being a singer. So uh, we had uh, vocal coaches and choreographers to uh, prepare them and they had this competition on um, you know whether or not they could sing. And I have to say, most of them could not sing. <laughs> they had to keep their day jobs. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have been a good fit for that because I can sing. But yeah, go ahead. Ah, no, I mean, oh, that's, had that's I known one of the many talents I w- that I have, you know, I'm just pitching myself a little bit more. But 
No, it's okay. It's you your show. Continue. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, do you have any interest in getting a tattoo? Because I did the uh, LA Inc., which is a tattoo show. Yeah. Well, have you seen that? I, I've seen that. I've seen it a couple times. It's a very interesting show. I, I you know, I, I'm, I never really got into tattoos um, because I, I figured that if it's something, I didn't want like a, a flame, like a football with flames on the back of it. Because at this point in my life, it's different. And how do I explain that to my two, my 10-year-old? You know, a football with flames on it. It has to be something of significance, you know, whether it's my ancestry or something related to my family. But I just never really got into it. Well, I can understand that. It is, uh, I I mean, I've seen hundreds of tattoos. And interesting enough, there's probably only one or two that I would ever consider getting. So it's it's true. You need something that has some sort of substantial meaning behind it, so that it can withstand the time of the test of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you have also um, rapping with Shakespeare. This uh, this documentary. Why don't you uh, talk about that? What is that? Rapping with Shakespeare is uh, it's a feature length uh, documentary, and it's basically a documentary about. A English teacher at Crenshaw High School, his name is Andy Molnar, mm-hmm. and uh, he teaches inner-city kids Shakespeare. He shows the correlation between rap and Shakespeare. And then we highlight five of the students, and you see how each of their lives emulates a Shakespearean play. And I must say, these, these kids are very compelling, and their stories are really, truly engaging. And mm. we have the modern-day the modern day Romeo and Juliet, where, the, you know, they're 15 years old, they're inseparably in love, and their families despise one another, and they're not allowed to see each other, mm. a la Romeo and Juliet. But, of course, love prevails, right? Of Always, course. Eddie. Always does, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> So uh, and then we also have one of the other kids. He happens to be the only white kid at Crenshaw High School. Uh-huh. So he's uh, he's the captain of the basketball team, and he's kind of a fish out of water. And he's you know he's he's a definite leader and and an intellectual. And so you know we kind of highlight him, and he is you know just kind of struggles with maintaining his identity while he's at this this you know this school where he's this fish out of water. So he's you know he's kind of like uh, Henry V in that sense. Now, is this a documentary or is this a like a, a film with actors? No, these are all true stories. Really? Um, yes, yes. Very. There's a lot of drama in the the film, but it's not uh, it's not a dramatic uh, film. It's not um, there. We there are no actors. These are all true characters. Wow. So, what yes. was the inspiration be, behind behind creating this film? Well, actually, uh, Michael King, who is the director of the film, and he's an Emmy Award-winning director, um, he uh, produced and directed a documentary uh, called Banging, which he won an Emmy for um, back in 1999. And uh, Michael and I met about seven years ago, and um, we uh, kind of toyed around with the idea of producing some projects together. And his wife actually read an article about uh, this teacher and showed it to Michael and said, hey, this, this sounds like it might be a great documentary. So Michael started doing some research on it, and um, 
decided that, you know, it was an interesting story, but just to show the teacher teaching Shakespeare and showing the correlation between rap and Shakespeare wasn't really interesting enough. Mm-hmm. So um, we teamed up. Michael came to me and asked me if I would help him produce the project, and uh, we went to Crenshaw High School, and it took us about six months just to get permission to film wow. in the school. Mm-hmm. And uh, once we got permission to film in the school, we spent several weeks, um, probably a couple of months, interviewing the students and just trying to figure out which students had interesting stories mm-hmm. that we could tie in to a Shakespearean tale. Mm-hmm. And so that's when it became more interesting because the kids' stories came to life and you just, you know, I mean, we interviewed some amazing, amazing kids and, uh-huh. you know, we weren't able to include all of them in, in the film, but they just have some great stories and, and you know, this film is, you know, it's, it's a message of hope to mm-hmm. a lot of kids out there who are struggling to, to survive, to survive the streets, to survive violence yeah. that, you know, that they're all dealing with right now. And it's not just uh, in Los Angeles. It's not just in the inner city. I mean, kids are struggling all over. I mean, they have a lot of teenage issues, whether they be drugs or violence or, you know, foster care, being in a foster care home and having that, that, uh, you know, stigma against them. So they're all struggling with something. No question. Well, listen, we, Sharish, we have a uh, caller on hold. We have Gregory Alexander from Florida. Gregory, on Radio by George. Hello, Gregory. Oh yeah, how are you? How you doing? Thanks for calling in, man. Do you have a, a question or comment about anything? <laughs> yeah, well, Hello? actually, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, actually, uh, I, I was really curious, uh, Sharice. Hi, Gregory. Gregory's an old dear friend of mine. <laughs> how you doing, darling? Thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely. He asked me to, to tune in, and I, I just wanted to say uh, to you, Eddie, first of all, it's a pleasure to be on your show, and hey, man, I'm really you. glad that you brought this wonderful lady in because she's a fabulous individual, and she's a real go-getter, and I had an opportunity to see this uh, documentary, and it's really, really, really incredible. Uh, you would almost think that these kids were actors the, the way that they are on the on film. It's really amazing. And uh, I was just, you know, wondering, Sharice, what, what is the next step? What are you going to do with this? Because, I mean, I think everybody, and especially in the school systems, you know, to promote poetry and to promote education, you know, that to get them uh, an opportunity, you know, because the poetry moment right now within the African-American community has really been taken off in, in a certain way, you know, the, the, the you know, the, the you know, the, the kids that like to speak and things, you know, and do their, you know, do their uh, little rapping, so to speak. But this takes it to a whole other level. What do you plan to do with this to really help educate the kids? What's your next step? Well, the next step with the project, I mean, the film is completed, and we just uh, had a screening a couple of weeks ago in Wisconsin and got some really uh, great reviews. And uh, so we're continuing our marketing plan and submitting to film festivals worldwide so that we can get some some exposure and eventually get the film sold and get it out to the community and the high schools and the colleges and, and you know, get it out into the community. So what we're doing now is we're in the process of our, our fundraising. We're raising money for our marketing plan, so we're doing some private screenings as well to uh, to help launch that. 
But, uh, yeah, our plan is to just keep the ball rolling. I mean, we've, we've been getting such a fantastic response. You know, we just we don't want to stop the momentum now. Um, That's you right. definitely shouldn't do that. Eddie, you really <laughs> need to take a look at this. This is really good stuff. Well, we will. Hey, Greg, thanks for calling in. Hey, Sharice, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to keep the momentum rolling and talking about your film. That sounds like a great film. So stick around. And people, please call in if you have any questions or comments. We'll be back in a minute, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty me. scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to I'm get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. VoiceAmerica.com 
You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. Just in case you're now tuning in, we're on with Sharice Renown talking about her incredible documentary, Rapping with Shakespeare. Sharice, you on with me? Yes, of course. I'm still here. Yeah, so we were just talking about the next step um, for your film. Let me ask you this. What do you want people to learn from this film? Well, I think that people can walk away with there's with so many things from this film. I mean, one is it's it's really um kind of a cultural awareness that um you know, it it I was shocked when I found out that 40% of the kids at Crenshaw High School are foster care kids. Hmm. You know, so you're, whoa, you're dealing whoa, with whoa, whoa, whoa. You said 40%? Yes. are foster kids or foster yes. kids? Yes. Wow. wow. So it's about, you know, helping and making a change because those are staggering numbers. And, um, you know, we, we just, you know, you don't realize that. I didn't realize it, I should say. So, you know, just being able to, to just knowing that, having that knowledge and, you know, attempting to make a change in that area and reaching out to these kids and giving them hope. And, you know, the film actually without giving away the ending, it is a message of hope and encouragement for single parents, for kids in foster homes, for those for people who are just kind of struggling with, mm-hmm. you know, the challenges of their community. And it's an inspiration to teenagers worldwide, just all over, that are, you know, dealing with these demons and distractions in life, and they yeah. just, you know, they don't think that they can make it and they want to give up. So that's what I want people to walk away with, is that, that message of hope and encouragement. Good, good. Well, we have a caller uh, from Nashville. Crystal, you're on Radio by George. Hi, hi, Eddie. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hi, Ms. Renault. I have um, two quick questions hi. for you. First off, I wanted to know, um, how did the filming of the movie affect the students who were in it? You know, I'm sorry. Could you speak a little bit louder, Crystal? I could barely hear you. Okay, how did the filming of the movie affect the students who were in it? The film, how did the filming affect the students? Yes, ma'am. Well, the students that we uh, selected to highlight were really enthusiastic about sharing their stories, uh, especially uh, Joanna, and she's uh, one of the kids that's in the foster care system, and she's been in a foster care home since she was seven years old, and she's dealing with, uh, you know, issues of rape and incest and molestation and abandonment, and, and so she just wanted her story out there to encourage other foster kids to see that she's to see that you know you can make it you can rise above this so most of the kids were very uh inspired to share their stories wow um when will we be able to see this film 
I mean, is there a screening? Uh, or well, something? currently we have a couple of private screenings set up, um, set, scheduling a private screening in L.A. in a couple of weeks, and there's a private screening in Nashville in a couple of weeks. And um, those are specifically for fundraising. As far as public screenings, we have submitted to the Nashville Film Festival, okay. and uh, we're hoping that we'll find out in a couple of weeks that we have been accepted into the Nashville Film Festival. And at that in, uh, in the, at that time, uh, obviously, you'll be able to see it. Yeah. Crystal, well, thank, thank you, you so for following. Much. I, I appreciate your comments. All and, right, you guys uh, have a great day. Hey, you know what? Thank you. Sharish, we uh, this has been a good day. I mean, we uh, we're getting quite a few callers. I mean, I guess they're really moved by your film and, and you. <laughs> so we have Lee, uh, Lee, you on radio by George. Hi, hi, Sharice. Hi, Eddie. Hi. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, this is Lee. So uh, yeah, uh, I actually got to watch the documentary a couple of days ago, and uh, the first thing I was thinking, like each of the stories are really interesting and inspiring, but I was really curious, like, how did you come to decide to select the students that you did, and what kind of challenges did you guys go through in that selection process? I mean, the students are very enthusiastic, but, um, I mean, was it difficult selecting them because there were so many students to select from, and how long did it take and such? Well, uh, we we had a lot of challenges. I mean, we actually lost a couple of kids, not not to death, but to um, different different other things. You know, one went to jail and one disappeared and one so, you know, we, we had a lot of challenges um just rallying these kids and keeping them motivated because they didn't really get the true sense of what we were doing. You know, they didn't realize, okay, we're really making a movie. You know, I had to sort of spend a lot of time with them, nurturing them, and and just helping them to understand that, hey, you know what, this is, this is we're making a movie. It's for real. Because these kids deal with so many uh, disappointments in their lives and they have so many people that make them, uh, give them empty promises and never follow through, so they were a little bit ha- apprehensive as, oh, is this really happening? You know, are we really doing a movie? And so, um, you know, my dream and my goal is to finally get this film out so the kids can actually see it. They haven't seen it yet. And then they're going to be inspired by what they've completed and what they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. I mean, uh, I kind of got the feeling that, uh, you know, the students there didn't really have too many opportunities to have a voice. You know, especially in a setting like this, in a public setting. So that's why I'm really glad that you know this was made, and that they're being represented. So good yes, job. thank you, Lee. Thanks for calling in, man. Love your question, oh. man. Uh, we're going to keep this thing moving right along. We're getting some really great callers and asking some really great questions about the movie. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to see it. So you say, Teresa, will be in Nashville, Tennessee, at the film festival. Well, that's what we're hoping, Eddie. Hoping okay. you put in a good word for us. And you know they what? have I, a copy I, I of sure the film. I, I mean, I sure will. I mean, I think there is a lot to be learned from this film. I think it's intriguing. It's it's powerful from what I understand and, and looking at it. And uh, I have a chance to look at the trail later on. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do all I can do. You know, I'm how much power I have. We'll see. But we'll take another call real quick. We have uh, Gary Jefferson from New Mexico. Gary on Radio by George. Hello, Gary. L.A. Can you hear me, Gary? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Yes. Uh, thank you, Eddie, for letting me uh, come on. And uh, hello, Miss Renault. How are you? All the way from New Mexico. Wow. Albuquerque. Yes. 
Eddie, you have a wide listenership. Hey, you know what? I guess <laughs> New Mexico. Wow. Yeah, you know what I you know what I was I was wondering as I was listening to it. Is is there a musical component to the film? Uh, oh, yes, indeed, there is. We actually uh, hired uh, a couple of um, four composers that, and, and my vision for the music was is a fusion between hip hop and classical, and I think that we've sort of succeeded with that. And uh, we also have uh, music featured by Vanessa May, who's a Sony BMG artist that we use. It's uh, she's a contemporary violinist. Mm-hmm. So there's uh yeah some hopefully at some point there'll be a soundtrack. And and uh, the, the kids uh, do they are they like just talking you know you know straight off of their you know from their from their hearts or straight out from their heart or do, are they actually yeah Miles who's one of the kids that we highlight he's actually an aspiring rapper and he writes all of his own uh, all of his own raps and he's he he's very talented and so you have you'll have the opportunity to see him in the film as well. Well, thank you for calling in, Jerry. Okay, well, uh, I, look, I look forward to when it's uh, it's released. And thanks for having me on. Uh, thank you. Wow. There's a, a couple of people that I wanted to mention also, um, Eddie, that are in the film. And the film features the, the world-renowned uh, choir leader and music professor, Dr. Iris Stevenson. And she, her life story um, was, in, she inspired the, the, uh, the film Sister Act, too. Mm-hmm. And she's a kind of the heartbeat of the film. She's very dynamic, and she is like the mama bear and keeps these kids really in line, and she's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also uh, feature the legendary Coach Willie West, mm-hmm. who has led several Crenshaw High School athletes to the NBA. I mean, he's been there for 37 years. He was like a father to a lot of these uh, fatherless athletes. And, you know, he uh, coached um, uh, Marcus Johnson, who's five-time, you know, NBA All-Star, Kevin Ali, and mm. the KGB, the guy on the Green Bay Packers, yeah. and even his brother, who's uh, Akbar on Miami Dolphins. Yeah. So all of these guys went to Crenshaw, and Coach Willie West was an incredible, um, you know, father image and, and inspiration for them, and they, they all just really speak so highly of him. And the reason that, that Adam, the white kid, wanted to come to Crenshaw is because of Coach Willie West. Really? He said he's the best basketball coach, you know, in the world, because they had the number one basketball team in the world at one point. Right. So he's, uh, I just wanted to mention him because he's just such an a incredible uh, influence in, uh, to these kids and, you know, just kind of help keep them focused. Man, I mean, this is, uh, this is really, this really powerful. And, and uh, I think uh, this film is, is obviously the people that have been calling in have been having great reviews and um, we can try to do our best to, to get it out there a little bit more. Listen, Sharice, we have about 30 seconds uh, till we have to go. So I really appreciate you calling in, and um, hopefully we have a chance to, to see you in Nashville, uh, look at the film, and, and, and get it out there for you. I, I think it's, it's going to do well. So thanks for calling in, and um, I'll be seeing you soon. 
Absolutely. Let me just thank a few people because okay. without these people, this film would not have been made. Uh, I definitely want to thank uh, Andrew and Joyce Mandel Foundation and the International Documentary Association um, because, you know, without them, the film would not have been made. And we also have a feature film version of Rapping with Shakespeare that was based on the documentary, which was written by Michael King, the director, mm-hmm. and, um, and Tony Valletta. So we're, that's our next project. Excellent. So with that being said, good job. Now, our next segment we have coming up, the great Danny Glover. So stick around for that, people, in a minute, y'all. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. Now, I told y'all I had a very special day today. And when I tell you this, having this individual come on uh, for the next 15 minutes, it's uh, groundbreaking for me. And it's uh, someone that I admire. um, He needs no introduction. So if you have any questions, you better call in quick because he doesn't have a lot of time. So I bring on Radio by George, the ineffable, great Danny Glover. Hey, Eddie, what's Danny, up, how, how you doing, doing man? Oh, man, it's good to hear you, man. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I first heard things uh, 
what happened in here, I was really looking forward to coming to Nashville and seeing you. That's that's no that's the truth, brother. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I in fact I ran into someone just about a week ago. Uh-huh. And we started talking about you, and it's, and you know, I mean, when you talk, when I, we talk about Eddie George, we talk about someone with, who has not only gave his best on the field, but gives his best as a human being. Oh. And I, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not pulling your coat, I'm not pulling your coattail for that. I'm just telling you the truth, man. And she had the same feeling. We were, we were smiling when we talked about you. Oh, we were both smiling when we talked about you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing, man. I, 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 yeah. I, I'm grinning from ear to ear right now. I'm just so excited. Oh, man, the last time I saw you, I, I think it was in uh, L.A. in the airport. I think yeah. you were on your way to South Africa. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We're doing, we're, I was doing something. I can't remember what it was, but I remember it was on my way to South Africa. We ran into each other, man. We just don't run into each other enough, man. That's the problem, man. Yeah, I know. I know, yeah, man. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, tonight you're, you're in Nashville um, here to talk about your, your film, Honey Dripper. Talk about the film uh, for, for, while you can. Well, this is a, this, for me, this is one of the very special moments. You know, not only am I working with a, a talented cast, which includes an old friend of mine, uh, Charles Dutton, and also an old, an old friend of mine, Lisa Gay Hamilton, but it's working with, with such a great writer and director in John Sales. And, uh, like, when you do a movie with John Sales, there's always inherent in the movie is more than what meets the eye mm-hmm. because it's so layered in textures. Not only is this, is this a music, essentially a music. Uh, it's a, mo- mo- a movie about the movement of music, the changing in music, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes how people resist change. But it also, in, the, in that context, is led with so much social uh, and political dynamics of that particular point in time. 1950, Alabama. An independent, an independent uh, entrepreneur, a man who uh, whose identity is attached to that, a guy who who ran away from the cotton fields and made a life for himself, comes back and establishes a business here, and his attempt is to save this business, mm-hmm. a small juke joint, a small lounge, a club, and he's old school. He comes out of jazz and blues, piano player. He traveled across. Uh, he's talking about the stories on the railway lines. He Traveled across the country, mm. playing music. Settles down, you know, but saves his money. Settles down, and then now he has an opportunity uh, to save his place. So what does he do? He calls in a guitar player, something that he is totally against. But the guitar player, this electric guitar player, represents the change in music, mm. whereas the piano had been the dominant instrument. And now it's being become super. It's become superseded by the electric guitar and technology. And under that, underneath that, is the kind of social fabric of a changing South. Nineteen fifty is two years uh, after the desegregation of the uh, of the federal workplace. Three years after the desegregation of the of the armed forces. And so here we have underlaying this all these dynamics, which leads us to. Uh, the Civil Rights Movement, uh, the Brown vs. Board of Education, 1954, Topeka, Kansas, and the Montgomery Bus Corps in 1955. So all these things are laid in. But the way he juxtaposes this is this new dynamic in music, which leads to rock and roll, soul music, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Now, Danny, will you be uh, performing in this film, or will you just... just I'm, I'm playing a little piano in it, and I'm singing a little bit in it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm singing, huh? <laughs> I was in my shops. I tried. They never been. I thought they were. <laughs> I had a lot of practice singing in the showers. You know, with yeah. that guy. Yeah, you, you didn't have any singing parts in uh in Dream Girls, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't have any singing Dream Girls. That was just everybody else, you know. Yeah, you know. man. Well, you know, I look forward to uh, coming out tonight and moderating uh, the the film along with Jeff Carr. Um, co-hosting it, man. Listen, this is, I'm green at this, so I, I'm just going to be me. <laughs> if I, if I, you might find some comedic humor in there somewhere because that's just me. So I, I look forward to it. I, I, I look forward to seeing you, brother. Yeah. You know, and, and it's really a family. It's a family film. It's one of those feel-good films, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It, it, you only get these kind of films done and continue to get them done when you have people coming out to, to support these films. These are the kind of films that, that it's not a, a skyrocketed uh, P&R, uh, uh, but it's, uh, it, you know, it's marketing strategy. This is people finding the audience and, and supporting the audience. So we encourage, even though the night is a big night, we encourage people to support the film when it opens here Friday. Well, All right? it's, it's going to be a packed house. Listen, yeah. we, we've got four minutes to close, and, and let me ask you this. Have you ever been on uh, Inside the Actor Studio? Yeah, I was on the inside the actual studio ah, now uh, oh, about oh, 10 years ago. When yeah. I, just when I did uh, Beloved with Oprah Winfrey. Okay. okay. I, just before that, just while I was shooting that, just after I finished shooting that, I did this. In fact, I was the only person, that, uh, Jim, I can't think of Jim's last name, the only person who ever came over there, actually came here and talked about Pilates. Because I used to do Pilates. I still do, uh-huh. do Pilates. In fact, when I was doing Pilates, when I started doing Pilates, it was like, <laughs> no doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well the reason I ask, man, is because um, on my show, I like to have a diverse show. We don't just talk about sports, but we have politics. You know, I like interviewing people. So at the, at, the, at the end of my show, the last five minutes, five, five minutes, I dedicate that to the fabulous five questions. They could be any five questions. Okay. So, are you ready for I'm ready. All right, here we go. If you could have a conversation with a a deceased friend or relative, who would you choose? Uh, Without a doubt, my, my, uh, it'd be hard, but my mother and father, my mother. Okay. What is your greatest fear? Well, my greatest fear is that I, I don't, work hard enough. I'm not working hard enough. And I guess the greatest fear would be the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Who or what is the greatest love of your life? Well, uh, the greatest love of my life is my daughter. Uh, it is the greatest moment in my life uh, being a father and w- without a doubt, without a doubt. Okay. What is the quality you most like in, in a woman? What I, what I, the quality I most like in a woman? Yes. Intelligence, conversation, worldliness. What is your favorite journey? My favorite journey? <laughs> Life itself. Ah. <laughs> Life itself. You know, life is journey. It is, and that journey is, is about who you meet on that journey and how, how you enhance each other's life. That's my favorite journey, the people that I meet in my life. Okay. Now, final question. If, uh, if you could choose to come back 
ask, what would it be? If I were to choose to come back, uh, well, I I don't think about that, but <laughs> I would have to say um, I... I think I'm a teacher, so that's cut out. I think I, my work is that of a teacher, but I would I would love to come back as a musician. Ah, as a musician. With that being said, the music is playing, Danny. That means the show is over. All right, so I will yeah. see you in about two hours, and that's yeah. a great addition yeah. of radio by George. You made history on my show. The first right. big celebrity, man. I appreciate you. I love you, man. Oh, man, I love you, man. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate right. it, man. All right, you have a good one. And everybody, you have a blessed Monday, and I will see you same time, same place. And that's out. That's the show. That's a wrap. Eddie George, and I'm out. Peace. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.